Motherhood Incorporated proudly presents Military Mom Talk Radio live on toginet.com. Co-hosted by Robin Boyd and Sandra Beck, the owner of Motherhood Incorporated. Military Mom Talk Radio is here with a powerful platform for women to discuss their ideas, issues, and concerns with respect to the military lifestyle. Military Mom Talk Radio encourages you to share your experiences of being a military wife and mother. This show is dedicated to educating your family about the many resources that are available in both the public and private sector, and we'll be sharing helpful information from women all over the world. We'll cover everything military, from helping a family member cope with post-traumatic stress disorder, to navigating government programs dealing with family issues, to the struggles of deployment, along with being a working mother both in and out of the home. This is Military Mom Talk Radio, and here are your hosts, Sandra Beck and Robin Boyd. Hey, Military Moms, this is Sandra Beck, and I'd like to welcome you to a special episode of Military Mom Talk Radio, brought to you by K12.com. We'll be visiting today with online teacher and music artist Sierra Rose, as well as the head of IQ Academy Minnesota, Teresa Gallagher. I'd also like to introduce my special guest co-host, coming over from our sister show, Military Network Radio, Linda Crater, because together we are better to serve our military families. Hey, ladies, welcome to the show. Hello. Oh, hi, girls. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. It's so nice to have you on. We are just so delighted to be able to talk about how IQ Academy Minnesota has really seemed able to allow both teachers and children to pursue their educational dreams, but also to give you flexible options that make life really interesting, such as Sierra. So welcome, Sierra. Oh, thank you. Yeah, now you're a teacher at an online school. What does that look like every day? I mean, do you get to like go to work in your pajamas? And <laughs> uh, uh, That's exactly what it looks like, as a matter of fact. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I mean, I get to... Uh, Wake up in the morning, um, get ready briefly, not as long as um, my friend here, <laughs> um, but I, I get to wake up and start my day at home, which is beautiful. I love it. <laughs> well, and it seems to me that I know because I work out of my home, I can give my clients and my kids so much more attention because I'm not having to commute. I'm not having to get dressed. So all my energy focuses on what I'm doing or creating for the day. Yeah, totally. I think like uh, I enjoy being able to um, wake up and dive straight into what needs to get done instead of kind of fussing with myself too much and um, and worrying about the this has to get done and this has to get done before I get out the door. <laughs> um, so so that's really fun. Well, it's a lot less stressful. You know, I can imagine. I mean, because I know I went to open house last night with my kids and I have elementary school age kids and I love these teachers, Sarah. I think there's something special that happens when people choose to educate children. And it's such a stressful job on a good day. You know, there's managing so many things. So to put you in a position where you can really be creative, you can really be rested and, and, and help these families because they have some specific conditions. Um, the military family has specific conditions they have to deal with that civilians don't. Yeah, definitely. I, I think that it's uh, it's it's just a great privilege um, in this pro in this format. Um, yep, definitely. 
you know, Sierra, I would love to know what the feedback has been um, about from these families to you about the ability to work flexibly and to really enjoy their schooling and go into their passions as well as the educational straight subjects. Yeah, well, I mean, I think um, what I love about this our program is that anything that provides an alternative to traditional brick and mortar um, is going to help a lot of students who just don't fit that mold um, or that type of routine. Mm-hmm. And so definitely families um, do um, def- express how happy they are to have um, this option. And, and the flexibility, of course, is is beautiful in the schedule and that they can really structure the day in in the way that suits the student um, the best. And sometimes that's not um, right away in the morning and sometimes they need to spread it out throughout the day and in a different non-traditional sense. And I think um, that's a a really great alternative for them sometimes. Well, especially if you have medical uh, appointments to go to. I know when my mom was being treated for breast cancer, I'm a single mom. I'm trying to get my kids to school, the doctor's appointments. Like, it was impossible. Yeah, we definitely do get a lot of uh, families who are here for for that reason. And, um, and yeah, and and then, of course, you know, being that it's a flexible format, they can um, look at different... um, options in their area. They can go and, um, and structure their day to do an outing or, um, or to, um, do a trip somewhere as a family. And, um, they can work with me to, um, to have that flexibility in their schedule. So that's really nice. You know, what I love is that oftentimes people think that the curriculum is, um, simple, easy, do the things that you love, but not get the core subjects. This academy is actually quite rigorous, isn't it? Oh yeah, I would I would say so. And I think that that's a big misunderstanding that um, I think a lot of our families have sometimes when they they come in um, is they they don't they don't know how rigorous it actually is until they get in there and start doing it. And I think some of them are pleasantly surprised when they realize that their student really is being challenged effectively and sometimes more so than um, what they may have gotten in their local brick and mortar school. Um, so that's, I, I love our curriculum. I think that um, it's super effective and I've, I've heard a lot of positive feedback too from families on that. Now, what is it like from a teacher standpoint? Um, you know, do you, you have your curriculum? Do you give lectures online? Like what, what does it look like from mm-hmm. your end? Like, what do you do? Yeah, so um, I do kind of a, a combination of uh, a couple different types of interactions with my students. Um, they, you know, their at-home experience is they, they go online and they have their schedule set out for them. Um, they have a daily plan and they know exactly what needs to get done throughout the day. Um, and then built in that schedule, we also have... Um, you know, our connections scheduled. So they'll either have a one-on-one with me, which um, students would do on a weekly basis. Um, and then we also have live class sessions um, for grade levels. So I would I would do a session with all students together and they would have that in-class experience with their peers. You know, Teresa, as head of school, you must be very intrigued when you have such talent in a teacher that is both educational, but also musical and artistically. When you're looking at 
um, being able to satisfy your teacher's needs too, so that everyone is really passionate about what they do. I'm, I'm wondering how you came to know Ciara and how you feel about being able to pursue both education and dreams at the same time. You know, I met Sierra, you know, just in the office. We do have an office area where teachers can come in and work here as well as out of the home. So we have that available to them. And we just built a friendship from being able to see each other in the office once in a while. And I, I love creativity, too. I was a past art teacher. So mm. I think it's important that teachers are able to um, include their creativity within the curriculum, within the teaching method on their online sessions. And Sierra does that. She does that, you know, using music and using, she's able to promote her own music, maybe not, you know, in the classroom, but through different venues within our school and with our community. And she's really good at, at being able to provide opportunities for students to show their creativity as well. Love that. So tell us a little bit about IQ Academy Minnesota. How many students? How is it connected with K-12? And, and what do you see as some of the great benefits? We have about 650 students. We have a continuous open enrollment. So we have students that come in at all times of the year from different you know, situations, um, brick and, leaving brick and mortar, different online schools. Um, if they're a military family, they may be coming from a different state. They move from Minnesota and then they can come here to IQ Academy. Um, you know, I see the future of IQ Minnesota moving in more of a direction of offering different options for part-time students as well as full-time students. We do have a lot of, um, in the older levels, electives that you might not be able to find in brick and mortar because of um, cuts to budgets. Well, that's one of the things that I find, you know, I'm, I'm originally from the East Coast and I lived in Minnesota for a while and now I'm in Southern California and the curriculums are being cut down, you know, music mm -hmm. and art and, you know, everything is dwindling in the, in the public school arena. And, you know, I'm torn between these two opportunities, but I look at the offerings at your school online and, you know, these are great courses for kids. I would have died in my little, you know, farm town in Buffalo to take some of these courses. Mm -hmm. Can we talk about some of those programs that you have at your school? Sure. You know, it depends on year and what, what, how many teachers we have to teach the thing, but we do offer a lot of foreign languages in some years. Some years we offer Chinese. Um, in the elementary, there's the ability to take Latin, if you would like. And a lot of, um, you know, elementary schools offer no languages at all. And I think that's really important for kids to be able to have you know, some choices or families to have choices in, in what they're um, having their kids educate them with. You know, why do you think online schools serve military families so well? What are some of the benefits that you really see happening that, you know, give these children so many options and opportunities, but also raise their passion for learning? You know, there's a lot of mobility, and I think we, we can offer that consistency, even if you're within the state or with throughout K-12, throughout the country. I think the mobility issue it would be important to them. I also think the flexibility, the timelines are different for families. Uh, 
in the military, you might not be able to start right away at eight, but maybe you will be able to start at 10 in the morning. Lara Brick and Mortar, you're pretty much set on your schedule. You know, I, I love that um, these options are available to people. And I think it's not well known that you're out there because with homeschooling options, pressure falls on to the parents. But with this option, they're allowed to be the parent because you're the educators. So we just want to mention that if you want more information, go to k12.com and find out more. And then if you're in Minnesota, you would go to mn.iqacademy.com. So let's talk a little bit about uh, Sierra and your wonderful song called Civilian Song. What inspired you to write that? Um, the song idea came out of um, a discussion that I had with uh, a friend who was being deployed, and um, he had seen me singing in church one Sunday, and um, he asked me to send him any recordings or projects that I might be working on while he was gone, and um, I it just struck me at that time that I, I had to get him something while he was gone. Um, and I actually decided that right then and there that I was going to have to write him a song. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, and, and so I developed the idea more and, um, I had actually, it was so weird because I had heard the melody, um, the main chorus of the song one day mm-hmm. driving in traffic. <laughs> and I thought, well, that was kind of a cool idea. And I just get I just get weird song ideas all the time. Um, and I never, I never took them seriously, but, um, as I, as I looked at this, um, at this, uh, task that I set out to do to write him a song, I guess I started to sit down and really develop the idea. And I thought it would be so much more meaningful if it came from, um, more than just myself. I mean, I thought it'd be kind of lame if it was just me singing on, a you know, on a video and how, how much better would it be coming from other people who shared the same sentiment of gratitude? And, um, so that's kind of how the idea started and it turned kind of into a life of its own. Um, yeah. Well, and how did you get a lot of the footage in your video? I mean, you've got great troop support you video do. Mm-hmm. and images, you know, uh, yeah. So, so once I, I had this idea, um, I, I started to, uh, to discuss it with my community. I started with my church. I started with local representatives. I contacted like Amy Klobuchar, like all kinds of people to see who uh, might want to be involved in. And there, there were so many people who expressed interest. Um, but when it came down to it, like it, the community just really grabbed onto it. And uh, I was able to get almost everything for free. People donated uh, the lighting and uh, the video work. And um, I, I did, you know, and then for the, for the things that did cost, um, actually, there were people who financially donated for it too. Um, a couple churches and their credits at the end, actually, um, of the people who helped kind of flip the bill for the costs that were involved. Um, so it, it honestly became a community project at the moment that I started to, uh, to invite people to join me. I love that. So you found supportive, but your teachers, it begs the question, you're a teacher at an online school, you're a wonderful singer, clearly, and we will listen to your song later in the show, but how did you get into songwriting? 
<laughs> yeah, well, it's funny because um, this project actually kind of gave birth to the the whole thing for me. I um, like I said, I get random song ideas all the time, and I I never realized how many I get until I started to write them down and to <laughs> to really pay attention to them. Um, and and but once I once I did this project, I thought I I wanted to take it more seriously, and it gave a lot more meaning to to my songwriting and I just love it. I enjoyed the process. And, um, so, so it was after this that I kind of decided to pursue songwriting more. And I, I, uh, moved towards developing my first EP, um, which is, uh, like a mini album that I put out, um, a couple years ago. So. Well, I got to guess, go back to your video for a second here. And what I really appreciated, you know, this is, you know, something that was meaningful to me, and I know it would be meaningful to others. You have also first responders included. Yes. Police and fire and so many of our military leave or they moonlight, you know, they, they, they do multiple, you know, things. But so many of our military moves into the first responder um, after their military career. And I thought that was that was particularly nice. And I loved the stadium shots. Was that at your mm -hmm. local football stadium? That was, yeah, so that was the the Fergus Falls High School, or no, not Fergus Falls, Alexandria, actually, Alexandria Jefferson High School. Um, I, I asked if we can use their grounds, and, um, and yeah, got a couple people, a couple hundred people came out and helped me sing the song. That is so wonderful. What do your students think, of, think about this song and your songwriting and, and this addition to being a teacher? Yeah, uh, my students, I, I get a lot of enthusiasm from them, you know, and, and their parents. Um, I, I try not to uh, advertise myself too much in the classroom, <laughs> um, but, but I, I do have families who kind of stumble upon what I do, and, um, and I, you know, I get a lot of fun feedback from them. Um, I, think, I think the, the, best opportunities I've had with students is when I've, I've been able to invite them to like a live performance. Um, I was able to join the Fergus Falls, um, choirs locally and, um, and help get them to come sing it live for me. And, um, those live experiences are really wonderful. And, and it, it allows me to encourage students, whether um, they are able to join me live or whether we have a conversation about um, the videos that I've done. It allows me to encourage them to to try and um, use their their talents, whatever they are, to bring value to other people's lives, and and that's an important message for me. And um, it's been a lesson for me. So, well, adding value to people's significance in people's lives, Teresa. I'd love to know what the effect was at the school. How supportive are the teachers at IQ Academy Minnesota? And obviously you are very supportive. Talk about that a little bit. You know, everyone is really super supportive of Sierra. We all encourage her to pursue her music career and, you know, stay teaching with us though. And she has done live events here at the Fergus Falls School District that we're connected with, so that's our partner. She has, um, performed at the local, um, I think it was Veterans Day program, and IQ teachers were there to support her as well as myself, and and we're all very um, hoping and wishing and expecting the best from her. 
Well, and I'm going to share something. I grew up in a real small town like Fergus Falls. And and when I was going to school, I saw a football player who had come back and he had a Super Bowl ring. And, you know, that was such a big deal in Buffalo. And I never forgot that. And he said mm-hmm. something about, you know, if you just try everybody you see on you know TV and movies and and everything that they're doing out there, they started just like you. And that's that's what really resonates with me with with Sierra, because she we're going to see her students and the people that she touches, even in the community, the brick and mortar schools everywhere. She's pursuing her dream. And that gives all these kids online and otherwise permission to, to go for their dreams too. That's yeah. I, yeah, I got to say, like, I, I think I really love um, the opportunity to encourage students to pursue like to grow themselves individually and our program definitely is conducive for that you know starting with how to be a good student and um, but then to move into different avenues um, for themselves and whatever they are and so so it's really fun to get to do that um, on, on this side of things as a teacher as well and try to and try to do that. You know, you're, you're talking about growing students. You're not only doing that with your song and with these efforts to sustain their creativity and to raise the bar on education, because we talked about the rigorous curriculum. You're also teaching them to be good citizens and you're raising awareness with your song. Have you found that that has resonated? Um, yeah, I think I think those those are the kinds of things that I feel like the song became more than me, <laughs> a lot more than me, because people were able to draw meaning from it. That is so um, beautiful. And I'm so glad I got to I get to be a part of it. And um, and, and I think I think the the cool thing about it is that it gives people an opportunity to express gratitude um, in a way that I think they don't know how. And um, when they do that, like when they grab onto the words and, and sing them and do it, they feel connected to the larger community and they feel like um, better citizens, I think, when they do that, um, which, which I think, I hope anyway, that the, the video and the song captures and, and I definitely feel it when I'm with people and I sing it. We, you know, I know that the school does socialize with the children, and, and I'm, I'm just curious, do you ever sing your song at the prom or at graduation or anything that is public along with the school? Yeah, so I, I've I've sang it for um, our veterans program most recently, um, and I've sang it for actually a, a few other occasions with surrounding community schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then actually, I there's been a... Every year, you know, there's Memorial Day and Veterans Day, and and people really want the opportunity to express gratitude on those days, mm-hmm. and they and they don't know how. And I think um, I've been invited to participate in events that surround those holidays, and um, and so even this year, I have some really cool vet calendar events that um, I'm looking forward to with State Fair and um, with uh, with Camp Ripley. Um, and, and I'm, I'm still continuing to plan local projects here in town, Fergus. So now Sierra, before we listen to your song, can you tell me what, what do you want people to take away after they listen to your song? What do you want them to think or feel, you know, what, what's in it for them? Um, I think, um, again, it's just, it's just that opportunity to, 
um, to tap into the emotion of 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 gratitude. Um, I think, like as far as our service men and women, um, you know, they say that love the opposite of love is not hate, but indifference. And how can we show that we really love these people and that um, we honor them? And and I think that this gives people like a really tangible way to connect with that message and to express it. And, um, and so I think there was a time I looked back and I thought, I don't know how trendy this song is. I don't know. But really when you sing it, like it compels you to say, um, stand up, say it louder, say it prouder. And when people say it and when they do it, you feel um, you feel connected to that message. And I, I think it connects you to the community and it connect, connects you to what our servicemen and women are doing. And, um, and I love that. And I, I love the way that um, I, I think that um, they feel honored in being seen and heard. Well, we thank you for that. And we want to thank K-12 today for uh, their involvement in today's show. So as Linda said, open enrollment, k12.com. If you want to know about the Minnesota School, it's mn.iqacademy.com. Now, we're going to listen to Ciara Rose's song right now. It's called The Civilian Song. And you can go on YouTube and find it. Um, and you can also find you on Facebook, right, Ciara? Uh, yeah, it, it's it's uh, you can find my artist page and it is there. Um, I think YouTube is a great way to find it. Uh, Sierra Rose Civilian Song. Great. Well, let's listen and thank you, Teresa Gallagher, also for being on today's show. We're going to take a listen now to Sierra Rose and her creative work, Civilian Song. <laughs> 